0: You're listening to the Anthcast. This is episode 17. We are on Literature Day of Anti Heroes Week.
1: I'm Josh. I'm JD. Thanks for coming back for day two. That's Anti- right. If
0: you are just listening to for listening to us for the first time uh, this week, and somehow
1: you missed yesterday's
0: episode, go back and listen to it.
1: Yes, we episode a 16. Really good groundwork for what we're going to talk about today. I.
0: That may be our best work yet. It'll
1: make your life so much better.
0: As Dr. Beverly Crusher always said, I've never seen anything like it before. <laughs> That's true. She said that so many times. Well,
1: it, it was like it was, it was all like new. Every time. Her virgin eyes. See, her, her virgin, virgin eyes like, were just. Uh, and they got raped by the world, <laughs> by the universe. <laughs>
0: every excursion, she was like a newborn babe. <laughs>
1: it was like she everything was, like, was new. I know. Man. And then by the end, she was so jaded. She was. The only good thing she ever said was, shut up, Wesley. Yeah. And people needed to say that
0: more often. They did. But we love Will Wheaton, and Tabletop is awesome. Shimmy.
1: (laughs) Shimmy. Yes. (laughs) Bump. (laughs) I work on that. If I'm ever on the Enterprise, when they tell me to shimmy, I got it down. I got it down. (laughs) All right. Literature day. Tabletop is awesome. It is awesome. I agree. It's my highlight of my every two Thursdays, every other Thursday literature
0: day you are in for a treat we're going to talk about all kinds of cool things we laid the ground it, like i said if we uh, you didn't listen to episode 16 what yesterday the fuck
1: is wrong with you
0: <laughs> no i'm just kidding go back and listen to it <laughs> i think one might ask the same of you young padawan
1: <laughs> well there's but that, then
0: we know there would be what sh- your main problem is yeah, we do and
1: she keeps texting you. She does. She wants to handle that yeah, I know, for but you. just can't do it. Just okay. can't do it. That's I fair. would feel like an anti-hero if I did that. You would be so, an anti-hero. You might even be the villain. I would I would be a villain. It, every, you would be villainous on not, that. I'm not that way. I just You're not. It's not how I want to treat people. You have a high moral... I am such a hero i'm just when you're, everybody says i need a hero i'm here you're no i think you're just afraid to get caught <laughs> there might be that
0: <laughs> let's not talk about that p- portion of my life all right i've got so, the anal
1: beads at home to take care of it oh god
0: are we gonna <laughs> no let's not how much of this am i gonna have to edit
1: zero okay <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it
0: raw <laughs> what like we, i do what are we even talking about anymore
1: <laughs> anti-heroes <laughs> I feel like we're the anti-heroes of the podcast world. Right. Wow! Well, I can't believe what happened in the first five minutes of this episode. Like,
0: <laughs> let's get it back on track. We are off the rails because I took that piss, and you broke I, the seal. I, I did. <laughs> you broke we... the seal,
1: and now we're the alcohol's just going to go straight into your bloodstream. Yeah, that's right. That's okay though. I think it'll make it better. Could you imagine having an IV full of whiskey? I've always wanted to try it, but I'm, that is something I'm actually afraid well, of. Well, you could always
0: have a vodka enema. That's one way to get alcohol into your bloodstream, like, immediately. That's really frightening, though, just that, to that think. That people not only do that, but someone thought to do that well, I mean, to begin with.
1: I'm not surprised. Which means they... someone that had some working knowledge, medical yeah, knowledge. I'm not ever surprised at the ingenuity of alcoholics, but. (laughs) This is true. But that's just, I'm afraid to try it myself, is what I'm saying. You should be afraid to try it by yourself. Oh,
0: I would never uh, do that by yourself. Would you hold my hand while they stick the needle in? I will. Your hand, yes. Okay, that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking for.
1: Nothing. It's okay. Just just, nothing more. Just whisper sweet nothings in my ear and keep me company. Okay, that is enough. Man, that's the best five minute intro we've ever done. Like yeah. legitimately.
0: And by five minutes you mean four four minutes and twenty seconds? I'm I'm assuming that there's <laughs> gonna
1: be some music beforehand. So not
0: um, not <laughs> not thirty seconds worth. <laughs> that, now Unless you be, edit it, you're gonna put it in there. Yeah. Just, just to, to prove me wrong. Just to make my point. Because you're an
1: asshole. Uh, I do that kind of thing. Speaking of assholes.
0: Anti-hero week. <laughs> there we go. We, we circled it back. What a great segue there.
1: Uh, <laughs> Jeez.
0: Good old literature. And yes, comic books are literature. In fact, comic books are art. I don't so, even know how someone could argue that point. That Someone not, tried and they were wrong. Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous that someone would try to argue that that's not literature. Just because it's not... Simply words doesn't make it not literature. That's right.
0: So you know we could go for the easy ones, but we're not going to go for the easy ones because I we think, don't do that. We no, like it. We like it the hard hey, way. Everybody knows these guys, and it's not worth it,
1: talking about. There's so much information about them.
0: Yeah. So you know some classic examples of anti heroes in literature. We'll start with comic books first. Okay. Um what is the first one that comes to mind? Punisher, sure. I mean, classic, absolutely, yeah, that's and 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 good. I mean, we could spend the whole time talking about the Punisher, but yeah, it's
1: I not mean, the Punisher podcast. So, no. I mean, maybe one day we'll do that, but but so,
0: you know, I I didn't think to look, and maybe this is something you can look up while I'm talking. Is when did the whole antihero? When did the first anti-hero come onto the scene? Because it would have been in some form, probably would have been, hmm, like like the first anti-hero, a modern modern hero, character. or ever, ever,
1: ever the
0: oh, you already know, yeah, you don't have to look it up. No, it is. Well, when were you going to share?
1: It is called Homer's. I like how you ignore the question. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I didn't know that we would get that far into this conversation. You didn't know we would get deep like mm-hmm. that. We try to go deep. We try to every deep. week. Yeah, that's true. We do once a week. It's from Homer, and the guy's I like name was at
0: least every other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I get grumpy. <laughs> Not,
1: yeah. Well. Well, why imagine, are you upset? Imagine. Well, I think you know. Now you know why I'm in such a bad mood, because it's All been more time. than every other day. <laughs> Thirst Cities by Homer. I just spilled my drink. Oh, that's okay. Wow. You're drunk. You're drunk, Josh. <laughs> go home. You're drunk, Go, go home. home. Uh, I am home. The anti-hero archetype can be traced back at least as far as Homer's Thirst Cities is what I was researching, and that's what I told. I've never read that. I'm not a big fan of Homer other than the Iliad. Uh yeah, I Anna. mean, I watched The Simpsons for a while. Yeah. But then. But it's, it goes all the way back. It's, <laughs> it's, a it's, it's been a literary device, I guess, as long as written literature has been around.
0: I would imagine whoever was sitting around writing when the light bulb went off and said, hey, I'm going to write characters that are a little more real. Sure. A little more true to
1: life. <sighs> I think that yeah, and that's what we. There's about certainly
0: antiheroes in
1: Shakespearean plays. Absolutely, and for sure, that's. I agree with you. And okay. So as long as literature has been around, there's been antiheroes. So of course, it's been become popularized lately.
0: And as we discussed uh, in the setup episode, we kind of came to the, I guess, semi conclusion that, uh, you know, antihero. You think, oh, well, you're talking about the villain, and so we broke it down to and protagonist versus antagonist right antagonist tends to be a villain but actually the more i think about it antagonist can be a uh anti-hero as well sure but, uh, but i think for what we're trying to do here we're, the we're, we're, we're thinking more of a protagonist typically yes okay uh so shakespeare i think lady Macbeth would be a great example of an anti-hero in absolutely classic mm-hmm. literature that was meant to be performed, and we don't about, don't read Shakespeare no. for just to read. I mean, yes,
1: do that, but go see it. Yeah, go we, see a play. Yeah, we go, talked about yesterday Don Quixote. I think he's a Quixote. Whatever Quixote. you want to say. Yeah, he he would be. I think a, an excellent example of yeah, an anti-hero so going way far back. Uh, so Punisher. Uh, would we put Batman in the category of anti-hero? that that one's always struggle for me because i think he's a hero (laughs) Is that
0: a little bit of a gray area that one is
1: a gray area well then then he's an anti-hero yeah you can't say he's heroic all the time not all the time but he has rules and he had he does have rules and he he fits the mold more of a hero than i think an anti-hero i think sometimes he's the anti-hero but more often than not he would be a hero okay my opinion. That's fair, but Jason Todd would not be no, a hero no, ever. <laughs> ever.
0: No, not even ever. Absolutely not. The Red Hood. Yeah. That oh that was a great run. That was a great. Uh well if we're gonna stick within DC and Which we do. Batman, Catwoman is a great anti hero as well. Mm-hmm. And a love interest. And a love interest. She uh, could be my love interest. John Constantine, the Hellblazer. Yeah. That's anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's go a little more independent. Uh, well, Marv from Sin City. Yes. Oh, cool, gosh.
1: Yeah. No. Marv is... I love Frank Miller. I do, too. And he's kind of... I don't know that he's the smartest person, but he's very <laughs> black cares? and... Yeah. He's Neither very black and white. Well, S- I mean, speak for myself. Seven-foot-tall behemoth <laughs> that just... And he... and. In a typical anti-hero fashion, he doesn't care the carnage he leaves in his wake. He's going to achieve That's right. his goal. And once he gets his mindset on something, you can't stop him. Uh, the Shadow, mm-hmm. which I think would have started off as
0: a radio program. Really? Uh, or or were, were, were they pulp novels before the radio program? I don't know, honestly. I feel like I should know that. Yeah, well,
1: we're just throwing out examples. These are not the ones Yeah, I'm just researched. thinking off the top of my yeah. head.
0: Because when I... The first thing that pops in my head when I say Shadow is the Alec Baldwin movie. And I'm yeah. like, it wasn't bad, but... It wasn't great. It wasn't great either. But yeah. the Shadow character, even... I mean, that's an old school character. And he was not a hero not, at all. You couldn't even know. You couldn't even um, pretend that he was. So modern era, uh, Spawn. Spawn is a great example of an anti-hero. Um, yes. And then if we're going to jump back into the Marvel arena, uh, Namor... <laughs> God, what a
1: prick. Most people don't even know what who Namor is. What a prick. Which is surprising to me, because he used to be so popular. He was one of their big three characters. Back well, he's when. the first mutant. Yeah, absolutely he he's is. He's the first mutant in the Marvel Universe. And when, back when he came out, you know, he's a contemporary of Captain America, and... Mm -hmm. He was as popular as Captain America. Well, they were on the same team in the Invaders. Which I don't understand why Captain America is suddenly so popular and Namor just doesn't get any publicity. Uh, Most kids you talk to today, unless they're huge comic book nerds, have no idea who Namor is. Yeah,
0: that is true. You're absolutely true. You're you're absolutely right. You're drunk.
1: (laughs) Oh, I hope so. Well, and I, Which is terrible because you read his stories and the, the backstory behind that character and the grayness, the fact that he's in, is an anti-hero makes him, I think, a much more interesting character sometimes in Captain America. And I wish that he was as popular now as Captain America Because is. Captain America is not real. No. So.
0: That's not even achievable. Of course, of course none, of the, none of these assholes what, are real, but you, are... you understand what I'm saying. I do
1: understand what you're saying. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. he's gotten a lot of press and a publicity. Hugh Jackman's done a great job, but I don't think that he's as true to the character as as it could have been. No, you know what I'm saying.
0: Uh, and then uh, before we get into our picks and talk a little more in detail, uh, anything written by Alan Moore. Yeah. Let's absolutely. just say that. That's true. Let's not say a character, you know, like V for Vendetta or The Watchmen. Right. Let's just say anything that Alan Moore Did. has written, League mm. of Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, absolutely. Th- those are those are all antiheroes because you talk about Jekyll and Hyde, mm-hmm. and, um, Nemo, Captain Nemo, Nemo. Oh, that guy's an asshole too. Yeah, he is. Uh, so yeah, okay, okay. I just kind of want to throw those out there. I know a lot of those were based in comic books. Which
1: is okay, and it's perfectly that's, fine. But, that's what we like. But when that's we, what we think read.
0: of heroics, uh, I don't think there's too many forms of literature that capture the concept of heroics better than the uh, than the printed art form that we, that which we call the funny book, the comic, book. the comic book. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so let's get into some of our picks sure. over some of the characters we want to talk about in this realm. Um, do you
1: want to go first i'll go first yeah you go first okay two of them you kind of already mentioned but i have i did a top five because i'm a fan of lists so <laughs> okay um, number five for me was marv and you'd already mentioned him marv oh sin i'm city. sorry no that's okay because okay. i wasn't going to go super in-depth because he's badass though. he's number five and <laughs> played well in the movie mickey Rourke did an excellent job but even in the in the book sin city um totally an antihero and he's not like i said he's not the brightest guy <laughs> but that doesn't matter because he's a wrecking ball and his motivation is always good and evil and if he thinks something needs to be done or fixed or if he feels slighted or if someone he loves feels like needs to be protected or avenged he's gonna do it okay. and he takes care of it and he does it violently Which I think is what we had said about antiheroes. By any means necessary. Absolutely. the ends, or the end justifies the means. Yes. I like it. Yeah. And then I'll go with my number four was Rorschach from Watchmen. Okay. Because... So we go from Frank Miller to Alan Moore. Alan Miller. Alan Moore, sorry. Wow. I'm so you, now you're drunk. Yeah, well, I, I don't know <laughs> more. but Rorschach. There's a lot of characters in Watchmen who you could say are an anti-hero, like the comedian and people like. Oh that. yeah, but all of them. All absolutely. All of them. I mean, the only one that has
0: any really redeeming qual—well, the, the most morally unambiguous. Yeah. I am Unambiguous. Drunk. Thank you. You're welcome. Is the night owl.
1: Absolutely. He's
0: the only one out of all them that really Let's seems to out.
1: have a conscious Sure. And uh, Rorschach, he's very black and white, but and that's something we talked about with heroes that they are. But right, right. with Rorschach, his black and white isn't typical. I no, you're it's, right. It's this very, is a great example. Yeah, he's very atypical in his black and white and even up until the end of Watchmen, if you haven't read Watchmen, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting on. You need to get after that or at least see the movie and then read the book. But you know what? I, I will go so far as to say that you're no
0: longer allowed to listen to our podcast no. if you have not read Watchmen.
1: That's the, it's one of the 50 best books ever. Not books. Books. Not, not comic books. No, Books books absolutely and but rorschach is the one that when i think about he is my favorite character in that book because he's so black and white but he struggles with how to how to make that work with what everybody else on his team is kind of going through and so his black and white and his morality is different than maybe it's very jaded very much so he's had a tough time a tough life and you know but But he is very black and white in his jadedness. Yes, and and like a normal hero, when he gets the idea in his head that something is wrong, he wants to fix it. So that's why I think of him. By any means necessary. Absolutely, any means necessary. And I like the fact that he's not a typical superhero. He doesn't have any special powers or anything. He just wears this crazy mask, and he wants to go do good the way he thinks good should be done. So those are the two that we'd already mentioned that were on my list.
0: Okay uh, so I guess uh it's my turn um you know i you know I'm a fan of left field <laughs> yeah, I do know that
1: <laughs> that is very obvious and
0: i i you know i my personal opinion is that all individuals should strive to be well rounded in their not just nerdiness but just in their that you should be learned, so you should strive to experience things that are outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and uh, broaden your horizons. Absolutely. So I would still suspect a lot A lot of people listening have actually read this novel, at least maybe seen the movie, and if they haven't, they need to see the movie because both are classic, iconic. But um, I am not ashamed to admit that I have not only... Seen the movie Gone with the Wind. All right. But I have read the novel. Really? And this was the only novel that Margaret Mitchell wrote. Okay. Which just astonishes me. Because it's a great novel. I've and I'm like, too. I think if you write something this great, you just put your pen down and you say, I'm done. Yeah. So, but the character of Scarlett O'Hara... <laughs> Okay, so if we're going to talk about heroes, let's let's talk about Scarlet O'Hara. I mean, yes, I named one of my children after Rhett Butler because yes, you did. When I think of a man, I think of Rhett Butler. Um, he's a man's man. He is a man's man. He's who I want to be when I grow up. He's the Ron Swanson. That of yes, for. <laughs> 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 I mean, that some bitch is just is awesome. So Scarlett O'Hara, man, what a selfish bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's not beat around the bush. Let's I just, mean, she's the protagonist. Let's come out right? with it. Yeah, she so, is. So,
0: I mean, she's just ha- she is just determined. She, but she's very determined. She's very determined. She has a goal in mind. She's very determined. Um, but she's determined to get her way. And she will do whatever is necessary to get her way. Okay. Uh, She tries to steal uh, her sister's fiancé. That's kind of selfish. And then marrying another man just to spite the guy that
1: she was really after, and Ashley Wilkes. That seems like an over... That's overdoing it. A permanent solution to a temporary problem, you might say. But from a heroic perspective... (laughs) Um
0: she has this incredible determination. Yes, she does. And she is incredibly brave. She is. I mean, she's so determined that I'm going to I'm going to marry this other person just to spite you. Yeah. Okay. That'll show you. Yeah, that'll teach you. Um but she I mean, outside of this determination, she do, and bravery as it relates to her getting her her goal which is um her way mm-hmm. <laughs> uh she really has no other redeeming qualities no she doesn't um and this is a really long novel too and but it gosh she's she's a horrible mother <laughs>
1: She has very few redeeming I mean,
0: at one point, Rhett Butler tells her that a cat would make a better mother than her. Yeah. And cats are not g- good mothers cats. at all. <laughs> Do you? I hate cats. <laughs> not a cat person. Um, no she, offense
1: to you, crazy cat ladies out there, but I hate
0: cats. <laughs> uh, so Scarlett O'Hara's two faced. Uh, right. I mean, she's nice to people, and then just behind their back, just, I mean, just rips them up one side, down the other. Um, she's selfish, but uh, but she, you know, I think the best thing that describes her is that she's a force of nature. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all met people like that. Sure. And so when I was reading this, it reminded me of some people that I know, and it felt real. Mm-hmm. And this character felt real to me. And it was just the way that Margaret Mitchell wrote, uh, not, not
1: just her character, but the whole novel just right. was...
0: I think kind of groundbreaking at the time.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's a classic novel. Yeah, it holds up today, and that's what you can say about novels written back then: is if they hold up today, that means they're well written. I've known people that have gone back and reread it. Really? Yeah. I haven't read I it don't, in a while. I don't know if I could do that.
0: Okay. But it is worth a read, and for some reason, Scarlett O'Hara stands out in my in my mind as a quintessential sure anti-hero okay not something i would want your any of my children especially be, not my daughters yeah, to, to No, except for this determination part right? right so so i think i think that's the part that you glean from it right so you read this and it's almost like you're taking a a um a course in uh what not to do okay right and so I, I think things like this are important to us to be able to look at it and go, okay, let's look at this objectively. These qualities are good. This determination is right. good. Wanting your way and getting what you want is good as long as you're not stepping on people. And don't sh- be a bitch. Don't, yeah, and don't be a dick. Don't shit on people. Right. Don't take from people just to get your own way. Mm-hmm. But having that determination to succeed is great. Yeah. Provided you know you're not...
1: You're not crapping on people, right? Don't use people just as tools. That's right. Okay. Well, let's stay in like literature then, because we talked a lot about comics. Another one that I was thinking of, and he gets a lot of press now lately. And there's that old joke about Game of Thrones. Like, if you've seen the, if you've read the books before you've seen the show, don't worry. <laughs> we'll let you know <laughs> that we've read the books first. Of course. But and there's so many examples in Game of Thrones. But my favorite is Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> so I'm gonna say. That Tyrion, is a great character. He is a great character, and there's so many levels to him. And I feel like as you get further in the books and further in the shows, that the character development is really well done. Like people bitch about that he kills characters, but the characters that he keeps, he develops, and you see them progress, and you Are, learn a lot about them. Are you wearing my Green Lantern ring? I am. I haven't taken it off yet. I don't know that it's ever going to come off my finger. Okay. It's kind of stuck. So I'm just being honest. I've had a lot of salty food today. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll take it off here in a minute. If it helps, you may wear it. Thank you. Okay. But Tyrion, (laughs) Tyrion is probably my favorite character in the books because he has... Oh, shit. I hope that didn't mess anything up. i have to edit that out. Yeah. But, uh... His character, he has. How about we just check? Let's check. (laughs) He has a deep affection for his family, even though they treat him like shit the whole time. He's the the redheaded stepchild or whatever, to use that term. But he's a dwarf. (laughs) He killed his mother. His sister hates him. His father is embarrassed by him. But through it all, he loves his family and he would do anything to save his family. And then in the books, he saves uh, King's Landing when they're being attacked because, you know, Joffrey the being the little bitch that he is decides oh God, that he I hate that piece. Oh of shit. my God, what a terrible character. Which is what he was written to be, was someone that you hate. Tyrion goes and he leads the army and saves it and gets no rewards, no applause, no plaudits, but he doesn't care because he did it because he knew it was the right thing. And then even in the last book, I, and I'm not going to say spoiler alert because Dance with Dragons has been out for so long, he's going to try and help Daenerys because he realizes that she, uh, well, before he goes to see Aegon Targaryen, but he he's totally an antihero in the fact that he... He's not typical. He's short. He has a lot of shortcomings. He's not who, who <laughs> you would nice. Yeah, <laughs> he's not who you would think of as a hero, but he is very heroic and he does the right thing. But he struggles with morality. Struggles with his. He loves whores. He loves the women. He loves them who don't. You know, you know and the, but then he even the one that he falls in love with, he ends up killing her because she betrays him. You know, what? it just. And I know that we're not always talk about the popular ones but i think he's an excellent example especially now of, he is a great example of an anti-hero he is so, a great example. i had him
0: okay cool um well i guess the next one on my list is, yeah now i'm going for i'm going for well i guess i should talk into the microphone oh uh, why i well <laughs> that's kind of how this it, technology works it, oh
1: you have to talk into the you mic? Have to talk into right. it right this is yeah deep throat it
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um so we're going to go we're going to go from Gone with the Wind classic novel Margaret Mitchell mm-hmm. to Deadpool.
1: Okay. I was really hoping you bring up Deadpool. I well, love, I saved him for you. I don't want to spend a lot of time because you could spend a lot of time.
0: Because we'll be we're actually we've gone a lot longer than I thought we would. So maybe we should speed it up a little bit, but Okay. Deadpool is such a great character. Um, he, he doesn't give, well, he doesn't give a shit about anything. No, his I'm humor not even, is, it, it's part of his character. And so, you know, he created Deadpool, right? I do, but I can't think Rob of it. Rob Liefeld. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Okay. So he's been around for a little bit. Sure. But he is referred to as the Merc with a mouth. Mm-hmm. Um... He's, yeah. it's just ridiculous. He, he has really, does he have any redeeming qualities? I'm not even sure. No. I'm not even sure anti, he's like on the far end of anti-hero. Like He would like, be, yeah, he's the stretch for anti-hero. Exactly. So I, I think he's, he's that line between villain and anti-hero mm-hmm. Uh and he's more toward that. The needle points more toward the villain line than anything else. Sure, because absolutely, he, it does. I'm not even sure how he does anything heroic ever, really. Yeah, um, because he's a mercenary,
1: yeah. and
0: by definition, a mercenary uh, does whatever the job needs to be done for money. Right, and so uh, he'll be good or bad, whatever whoever's yeah. paying more. But he he is just balls to the wall. He gets it. And everyone so far that uh, takes a crack at writing the character, I, I feel like you—if you get the assignment, you're like, "Okay, cool. Yeah. I can just do whatever Sweet. the hell
1: I want." I've been I've been uh, working
0: my whole life to write this character, <laughs> um, and so right now the 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 latest run is Brian Posehn uh, and uh, 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 Jerry Duggan. Mm-hmm and it's it's pretty spectacular uh you know it, <laughs> i don't know what else to say no. about deadpool other than he is just a funny entertaining wild ride uh of a character it's fun to read it's it is fun to read it because is. it's it's you read it and you go okay Well, so, with well, some anti-hero type type characters you can go okay I could see how the decisions that they're making at this point, I could kind of see myself in their shoes trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, struggling with that or not wanting to be heroic. But I kind of can't see myself being this guy that doesn't give a shit um, and kills with, oh, man, I mean, with glee. You know, it's not like...
1: <laughs> that's, that's a great I mean, it's, word for it. It's
0: not It's not like, you know, I mean, a lot of the other anti, anti-heroes on our list are probably going to be examples of people that will, again, do anything to, to you know, the end justifies the means, meaning, you know, I got to break some eggs and make an omelet, so right. I will kill if it's necessary. Uh, it may not... Uh, I may not really think about it. I'll just do it because it's part... And then feel part, bad later. And, 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 but maybe not even feel bad. It's sure. just something I do. But this... This asshole, <laughs> this this guy, he's he, into it. He's into it, right. and he's having fun. Ruthless and aggression. It's like, yeah. Um, so it's not something, you know. <laughs> uh, the boy was saying, "Hey, Dad," because yeah. uh, I picked up I picked up one of the graphic novels uh, earlier today. Uh, it was one that I hadn't read yet, and um, I was kind of flipping through. I said, "Okay, cool," and then you know. Uh, the boy was asking hey can i can i read that when you're done and i'm like no absolutely not <laughs> no ab- maybe in 6 years absolutely not right um yeah he's not a kid friendly character no not no. not disclaimer at all. but fits well into the category of anti hero and i am really looking forward to the deadpool movie i know we're skipping a little ahead yeah uh we're not it's on, literature day was <laughs> literature day or not on movies <laughs> Uh, and that was that was my alcohol voice.
1: Yeah, I've heard your alcohol voice <laughs> before <laughs> more uh, than once.
0: So if they, but it would be, uh, you know, if they do it right, if they let it has to be rated R. It something has we've talked to, it about has to be right, or it cannot. It's like all these. It sh- would do a disservice. PG thirteen slick horror movies that come nah. out. It's like. No, you no. know what? Fuck you. Exactly. PG thirteen horror movie. Right. Not gonna watch you because you're not gonna be scary. Right. At all. I don't I don't think they should have a PG
1: thirteen rating. You're either are or you're not. Yeah, well that's what I had when I was a kid. Yeah, and I'm with that. Okay.
0: Deadpool. So yeah, Deadpool. Uh, I like I, it. I'm sure he I'm sure everyone's kind of been exposed, but if you haven't and you need some uh you need some blood in your life?
1: Yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs>
0: that's the way to go.
1: Okay. Next on my list, I'm going to stay with uh, literature, not comic books, but actually like books, books. And <laughs> super popular. And if you haven't seen these movies or read these books, I don't know where you've been in your life. But it's what Snape. What are you doing with your right. life? Right. Severus Snape. From oh, there. we're doing Snape? Yes, we're doing Snape. Oh, God, I love it. Because I don't care what anybody says. That dude is a hero. You know, the first six, five, six books, you didn't know that he was a Isn't hero. Isn't this anti hero week? Yes. Then why are you calling him a hero? Well, he's an anti hero. But, oh, okay. you know, he. But the first five, six books, you just think of him straight, straight up as a villain. And he plays the villain role really well, but I think he's. Well, well we didn't know. We didn't know. You had no we idea. And then you come to the end and you see, like, oh my gosh, this dude has been working the whole time on the side of good, anti-hero, but he's really struggling with the way he treated even Harry and Dumbledore and the fact that he was so associated with Voldemort. God, my nerd is coming out. but <laughs> Just just let it hang just out. Just let it go. Just let it out, man. But the scene... Okay, oh, I'm, try Come, to, I'm trying not to cry. Are going to get verklempt? i going to get verklempt. The scene in the book where he's dying, and he says, just look at me one more time. Because Harry has Lily's eyes, and Snape has been in love with Lily his entire life, and he just wants to see Lily's eyes as the last thing that he ever sees in his life. That's ridiculous. I cannot even believe that people couldn't handle Like, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it when I was reading the book, because I was already sad that the series was over, and that other people, so many people had died, and it was this crazy battle scene. But to come to find out that Snape had been working the whole time with Dumbledore and for Harry... And that he actually loved Harry and would do anything for Harry. And but did but did he love Harry? Yes, he loved Harry. Are, I think he did. Are, are we sure? I really think that he loved Harry. And part of it was an act, and part of it was just he was really struggling with the fact that how much he loved Harry's mom and how much he hated Harry's dad. And mm. he was. Played, and that's what
0: makes him the anti-hero. Yes. And okay. he was
1: playing this role. He had to look I, I think, to everybody okay. that he wasn't on the side of Harry and Dumbledore, even though he was the whole time. I bet you... I, okay, so what, what
0: I would go with, and in, in you may have a different opinion, but I think that maybe he didn't love Harry at first, but he grew to love him. Because right. I think what would make him an antihero in my mind is the fact that he loved Lily... Loved Lily. I mean, a love that transcends...
1: Always. Yeah. I mean, that,
0: so, that scene, always. just. So I think, to me, what would make him an anti-hero is the fact that he was going to do this, maybe even against his better judgment, because right. of the love that he had for this woman.
1: Right, and and that's something we, we talked maybe about. Maybe he
0: grew to love Harry through the years, mm-hmm. but
1: maybe at first... Um, at least that's kind of the the what I took from it. And when he killed Dumbledore, you know, you didn't know at first that he did it because Dumbledore asked him and he did it to protect Malfoy. Right. And that's that's a huge deal to protect this poor kid who was really confused and struggling but had been tasked with killing Dumbledore and, and Dumbledore well, I mean, said— I guess you could say Malfoy
0: the, the Draco was as an anti-hero as well. Sure. And
1: then at the end, you know, him and Harry maybe get along which is great. Hmm. So, But Snape Snape is one of my favorite literary characters ever, and I think that he is probably the best character in the Harry Potter books. So that's mine.
0: Oh, that was your number one. Number two. That was your number two. I have one to go.
1: You do have one to go. I do have one to go. Oh, so it's my turn. It is your turn.
0: So I guess I need to dip into the Marvel vault. Might as well. One more time. And I won't take a lot of time because this – man we've gone a ways we're
1: into this we're into this yeah no this is that's what that's what nerds do they talk about shit that they like right and we forever i'm proud of us for going this short because i could have talked about Snape for two hours
0: oh we're going to make sure that we post a link to the video of all
1: Snape scenes in chronological order that was well done did you speak about crying
0: my like good grief!
1: Um, like I don't, could, I don't know if I cried. Yes, if I you, think you may have. I did twice. Go ahead. Who, who's your number one? Let's go. I, I, know, right. I know it's not a typical like five to one list, but these. But are we'll post the link of that video. Sure. That
0: basically, puts all the Snape scenes from the movies in chronological order, and I will not, I will not lie. That it's pretty spectacular. It's well, it done. was well done. Well
1: done, and it gives you a super better understanding of the character.
0: Uh, so, well, I don't know if it's number one on my list. I, I, you may be a fan of list. I'm not necessarily a fan of list, but I think what we strive to do here is to introduce, just introduce, talk about things. A lot of you will already know this character. Um, should know this character should know this character well, but, but maybe you don't. And, uh, but I don't think he gets talked about often enough and that's moon Knight. Okay, Marvel's answer to Batman. Um, He is not uh, someone that's a mutant. He is not someone that has any superpowers necessarily. Now he is maybe blessed with some abilities from the uh, the Egyptian god Khonshu. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Mark Spector, uh, Moon Knight. uh, This is a character that I've been reading since I was a kid. Good for you. And uh I've loved him ever since I read him because he was so different from anything that I've read before because this is a guy, uh, uh Mark Spector, that was an ex-marine, well, he's a marine, mm-hmm. ex-marine, became a mercenary. He he is also a, a playboy in the sense that he has money. Um, Good for him. Which is great. And I'm not real that sure why me. every... super. Why do we have to have every superhero have a fat stack of cash? You got to be able to afford your awesome outfits. And maybe that's why Peter Parker was popular because he was just this poor kid, teenager that, that got lucky. Make, yeah. But Moon Knight, um, this guy is so troubled. <laughs> that's an understatement. He is troubled and he has a lot of personas. He's definitely. Uh, has uh, I think multiple personalities because he would okay. he would use a bunch of different
1: aliases. Yeah, he would. And
0: but what what's interesting is that these aliases were not just names that he would hide behind to, um, you know, accomplish a mission or or uh, you know whatever the go- he would. These were personas mm-hmm. and. So, th- this guy's a very troubled, very tor- tortured soul, and I think in the recent series that came out, oh, I don't know what year it was, because there's a there's a current series out now, right? There is. Uh, I think it's about twelve to thirteen issues in, and but it was started by Warren Ellis, so I love Warren Ellis. Oh yeah, love Warren. One of my favorite Warren Ellis uh, written. Uh, uh, series is Planetary Okay, Uh, not necessarily anti-hero kind of though Um, just kind of throw that out there if you've not checked out Planetary that is an excellent series I'm with you Uh, and I've not actually read this new Moon Knight series I'm going to tell it myself a little bit but a few years back uh, the novelist Charlie Houston and penciler uh, uh, David Finch uh, did a series, and I really, I really like that. And I was rereading it again, and uh, it really captures this tortured soul, this this man that feels like he's doing a holy work in service of his God that he serves. Yeah, and uh, you know, it is a violent series. It and is. He kills without remorse. Uh, and again he is a character that the and definitely justifies the means. Right. But he has a supporting cast of characters that, um, you know, Frenchie is one of his uh, supporting characters. And it's like, it's weird because these, it's not like these people don't know what he does, but they they stick with him. And it's like their story, part of their story as well, is, you know, what does it take to be someone that would not disassociate, disassociate themselves with someone that is clearly a sociopath
1: (laughs) clearly a sociopath clearly. Yeah.
0: And, and, and so you see things in their lives as well that it's like, okay, well, you know, we see some of the things that they've done, but it's like, what else have you done that I don't know about that you're okay with this kind of kind of behavior because right. you maybe you've lived that kind of life as well and you mm-hmm. can identify that, or are you just so pure of heart that you see the good in someone even, uh, even when there's just so
1: much to to, and being an antihero, he has both good and bad, and that's maybe Absolutely. that's what they're focusing on.
0: Absolutely, and and so Moon Knight, I mean, he's been around for a while. He's been around since. Uh, Oh gosh, I had it. I should have written this down. Uh, you just yeah. That's okay. Bill Seinkowitz was the one of the original pencilers for mm-hmm. this, and that guy, uh, he's phenomenal. He is phenomenal. He is phenomenal. But Moon Knight was an Avenger. Really? I yeah. Didn't even know that. I think they shipped him off to the West Coast Avengers, which was kind of oh, <laughs> kind of like the, uh, the, the the B team. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye used to kind of make fun of him. I would make fun of him too. <laughs> I mean, if I was
1: in the Avengers proper,
0: I'd make uh, fun of the people on the West Coast. Oh, my nose is starting to run here. What I'm are we sorry. doing? I need okay. more alcohol. Yeah, but no, uh, Moon, Knight. Moon Knight. There's there's a lot of material. Yeah. Um, I would love to see them add this character to, uh, the series that are doing yeah uh, on Netflix cuz they're doing Daredevil and that's only like a month away. It's coming. Uh Daredevil. Quick. I'm looking forward to that. Luke Cage. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh
0: I didn't realize they were doing Iron Fist as well. Really? And uh, I think all those guys kind of would fit into the to the anti-hero. I would agree. Uh, bucket. Sure. If it were, but but Moon Knight is r- real high on my list. I don't know. It's just he was cool when I was a kid, and I didn't quite understand all the craziness that uh, was being put into my head, this sociopath, and I've gone back and reread it, and Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, this guy is not, there's nothing about him that's really heroic.
1: No, not at all. At all. Okay, I'm going to talk about one more, and then, because I feel like he needs to be brought up. This is going to stay in novels. Novels. Uh, Tyler Durden <laughs> from Fight Club. Yes, and and uh, I'm going to sound really snobby, but the book version of Tyler Durden, the movie version of Tyler Durden, is fantastic. But originated as a book, Chuck Palinchuk, Chuck Pal- yuck, however you say it, whatever well, Chuck, you don't say it. We'll just call him Chuck. Full alcohol. Yeah, that's true, Chuck. But Tyler, and it may be a stretch to call him a hero in any sense. Okay. Um, But he was certainly a hero to the people that were following him and starting all the fight clubs and getting people to come and get this release and maybe some better understanding of who they are and what they believe and stuff like that could be viewed as heroic. So... I really like him and the depth of the character. It's almost like a split personality that Tyler had.
0: I was going to you know? say, isn't he a fictional, fictional character? Well, there's the narrator.
1: <laughs> no, he's not fictional. He's he's just a maybe... Well, you're talking about Moon Knight with his different personas. Agreed, yeah. So Tyler Durden would be, you know, the narrator and Tyler are kind of fused at the end. But at the beginning... And throughout the novel, he's portrayed as a character. So I really okay. like him as an antihero. And just, there's just so much depth to that character. And as you read the book and try to understand what's going on and when he appears and what he believes in, what he thinks about. He and believes how he, in selling soap. Yeah. Vly. Yeah, it's good stuff. And lie is great. And human fat. Is always the best soap. Well, that, how else are you going to get clean? Yeah, I know. You wash yourself with other humans. Do you not bathe in blood? Often. <laughs> I did earlier. But I, <laughs> that's just one that I don't think people think about. So I wanted to bring him up. Yeah, and okay. He's probably my favorite. Like, that was the first uh, Chuck Pound, whatever. That guy. That guy that novel guy. that I read, and <laughs> that it was actually before I saw the movie. Okay. And I really. All right, cool struck me as someone who you could view as an antihero and someone who was heroic in certain ways but certainly morally gray and mm. the ends justify the means like he doesn't mind hurting people and beating the shit out of people you know to get them to understand and learn maybe a little bit about themselves and then motivate them to do the things that he wanted them to do so he wasn't didn't have a problem. It's like I will punch you in the face repeatedly and break your face to get you to do what I want you to do. So he's like
0: a pee wee football coach. Exactly. We're Ugh. gonna hit
1: you. We're gonna run this drill until you're bleeding, and then you're gonna do what I say. Oh god, I hate pee wee football coaches. I
0: do I would punch them in the face. But treating children that way, <laughs> yeah, assholes, well, absolutely. But it's not how you treat people. I
1: really like ever. him, and I really like that okay. novel. So cool wanted to throw that in. Holy. We would walk them way longer than we thought we would go. That is awesome. Good for us. So, we've got TV is it? TV is tomorrow. Yeah. But
0: to recap what we just talked about, we've got mine? Yeah. We've got Margaret Mitchell's novels, uh yes. Gone with the Wind, Scarlett O'Hara, Rorschach,
1: Marv, Deadpool, um who else did I have? Uh Snape. Snape, Tyrion Lannister. Moon Knight and Tyler Durden. So that's some great examples. Yeah, we're I awesome. think
0: God we're good. So tomorrow we're gonna to be talking about TV. And
1: there's so many. There's so many. But we may surprise you with our choices. Okay. All right. So listen to us
0: tomorrow. It's that's a special Wednesday edition because we're in the middle of anti-heroes week. So if you have any feedback, we want to hear from you. You can catch me at uh Nth Metal. No. No. You're at Nth, Oh God, I am beyond drunk. <laughs> you're at enthcast, and I'm I we I. Yes. Go ahead. I'm at. You can at, reach. Go right, ahead. We're going to do this at the same time? No, you first. Good. You can reach Josh, that's me, at enthcast, And you can reach JD, which is me,
1: at enthcast <laughs> Metal.
0: And you can catch past episodes of the podcast at Enthcast.com. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye.